Well, welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded, and I'm your host, Irv Risch. Well, as we're moving along in our study in the book of Acts, we find ourselves in uh, Lesson 17, 17, and uh, we start off with Paul and Silas and Thessalonica. And uh, with that said, let us uh, do the reading of our scripture, and then we'll move on into study as we look at this chapter. With that said, let us move on. Chapter 17 Now when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul went in, as was his custom, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks and not a few of the leading women. But the Jews were jealous, and taking some wicked men of the rabble, they formed a mob, set the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring them out to the crowd. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city authorities, shouting, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also, and Jason has received them, and they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. And the people and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things. And when they had taken money as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily, to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed, with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul at Berea also, they came there too, agitating and stirring up the crowds. Then the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea. But Silas and Timothy remained there. Those who conducted Paul brought him as far as Athens, and after receiving a command for Silas and Timothy to come to him as soon as possible, they departed. Now while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him, as he saw that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons, and in the marketplace every day with those who happened to be there. Some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers also conversed with him. And some said, What does this babbler wish to say? Others said, He seems to be a preacher of foreign divinities, because he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to the Areopagus, saying, May we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting? For you bring some strange things to our ears. We wish to know, therefore, what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there would spend their time in nothing except telling or hearing something new. So Paul, standing in the midst of the Areopagus, said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription, 
to the unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you, the God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of man, the times of ignorance God overlooked. But now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, but others said, We will hear you again about this. So Paul went out from their midst. But some men joined him and believed, among whom also were Dionysus the Areopagite, and a woman named Damaris, and others with them. You know that in all the letters that uh, uh, Paul wrote, he wrote a couple letters to uh, the believers at Thessalonica, and uh, it's First and Second Thessalonians, and uh, in book in the book of Acts. Here now we we kind of get acquainted with these. Uh, these uh, groups of people that are spoken of in these other epistles. And Paul and Silas uh, go to uh, Thessalonica, and uh, we see that, uh, that uh, you know, it's kind of recorded for us here in, in the book of Acts that we can kind of understand what was going on in Thessalonica. So anyway, they, they would go into the synagogues of the Jews like they always did, and Paul went in and was uh, his custom. He always did this. And it was on uh, the third Sabbath day, uh, and he reasoned with them from the Scriptures. That's what we are to do, the good instructions. Reason from the Scriptures, not from our opinions, okay? And then he explained in proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to raise from the dead, and saying, this Jesus whom I proclaim to you, is the Christ. Think of that. This Jesus, who I proclaim to you, is the Anointed One, is the is the Messiah. He's the Christ. He's the one that is spoken of in the Old Testament. That, you know, this one line says a lot. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas and did a great many of the devoted Greeks. And not only a few, there was quite a few, what it meant, of the leading women. So there was a lot of the leading women that have listened and joined the belief. But the Jews were jealous. Here we got it again. The Jews were jealous. And taking some wicked men, uh, and they, 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 they just caused a problem. You know, we see it today in our, our day and age. 
You know, uh, if things aren't happening the way they should, they form a mob. And, uh, you know, I've seen, you know, them destroy all these businesses and burn buildings and throw rocks and do a, a mob. That's what a mob is. And this is a mob here. And they set the city in an uproar and attacked the houses of Jason. And he was also a Christian, seeking to bring them out to the crowd. They wanted to bring Paul and Silas and them out, but they weren't there. So what did they do? And when they could not find him, they drug Jason out and his and some of his brothers before the city. Uh, you know, and when they brought him before the authority, they were shouting, these men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. And Jason has received them. And they are acting against the decrees of Caesar. Wow. They're breaking the law. Well, they weren't breaking any laws. That was all false uh, witnessing, saying that there is another king, Jesus. Well, Jesus is a king, but he's not king of this world. He's king of, he will be king of earth when he comes and sets his kingdom up. Uh, and that's coming. Remember I said the church is part of the kingdom, but it isn't the kingdom. And the people uh, and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard all these things. And when they had taken money as security from Jason, they, they uh, bribed him, got money from him, and the rest of the let, let him go. It was for gain, just for self-gain. Well, Paul and Silas uh, go to Berea. You know, and Berea was a wonderful place. It, it speaks of, uh, you know, the uh, the Christians at Berea. They checked these scriptures daily to find out what Paul and them were saying was true. And this this is something we should do. If anybody preaches to us, check the scriptures to make sure what they're saying is of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that wrote them. Now, they arrived and went into the Jewish synagogue again. See, all the time they always go to the Jewish, Jewish synagogue. Now, these Jews were more noble than those at Thessalonica, and they received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily. You see what I'm saying? To see if these things were so. That's so beautiful. Now, many of them therefore believed. Uh, with not a few Greeks. In other words, there was quite a few Greek women of high standing. Again, the same thing, as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul in, uh, at, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, my mind goes blank and I just can't think. Berea uh, also they came there, too, uh, and they stirred up the crowd there, too. They they wanted to cause problems for Paul and Silas, so the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea. They were driving the gospel to be furthered, uh, uh, preached around the world. But Silas and Timothy remained there. Those who... Uh, conducted Paul, brought him as far as Athens, Athens. And after receiving a command from Silas and Timothy 
to come to him as soon as possible, they departed. So Paul left first, and then later on, uh, Silas and Timothy met up, met him. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, we have Paul at uh, Athens now. Now, while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him, and he saw that that city was full of idols. Wow. He's seen it, in a, you know, and uh, it really bothered him. So he reasoned in the synagogues with the Jews and devoted people and in the marketplace every day and with those that happened to be there. You know, and we come to uh, these philosophers that uh, all they wanted to know was some something new is what they wanted. And some said, what does this babbler wish to say? Others said, he seems to be a preacher of a foreign divinity. But he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to Archaeus, saying, May we know what this new teaching is that you are uh, presenting. See, they were looking for something new. For you bring something strange things to our ears. Uh, we wish to know, therefore, you know, of these things and what they mean. You know, and the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there, they were, uh, they spent their time doing nothing except telling or hearing something new. Isn't that something? Yeah, they were kind of lazy people. All they wanted was knowledge. Well, so people, uh, so Paul standing in the midst of them, he preaches a sermon to them now. And uh, what does he really want to get across to them? Jesus. And he says, I found an altar with an inscription to the unknown God. And he plays on their, their, well, their belief, put it that way. What therefore you worship unknown is what I proclaim to you. The God who made the worlds and everything being the Lord of heaven and earth does not live in temples made by hands, nor does he serve human hands as though he needs anything, since he himself gave all things to mankind, life, breath, and everything. And he made from one man every nation uh, of mankind living on the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and boundaries and dwelling place, that he should, that they should seek God, and perhaps feel their way towards him and find them. Yes, he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live, and are more and have our beings. And even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. These plan what they already believe. Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that uh, the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, uh, an image formed by the art of a imagination of man. The time of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has a fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Now when they heard all, you know, they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked. And others said, We will hear you again about this. 
So Paul went out from the midst of them. But some men joined him and believed, among whom was Daenerys uh, and, or some of these Greek names, Erogatis, and the women named uh, Damsar and others with them. So we have these Greeks coming to know the Lord Jesus Christ and putting their faith and trust. Someday I'll be able to pronounce all these names, maybe when I get to heaven and meet them, and they'll explain to me what their names are. Well, anyway, with that said, I'm going to end our lesson here like I normally do, so let's uh, do that. Well, like we usually do, let us end our podcast with God is out here, and you can find him in your Bible. All you have to do is just open your Bible you'll find. Well, with that said, I'm just going to leave you. Have a great day. Lord bless. Till we meet again. Bye for now.